Welcome to the Echo Tips Podcast. It's good to have you here listening with us. This is episode number 39, and our subject for this week is placing phone calls using your Amazon Echo. And this is an update to a former episode in season one, so there's been some changes, so we'll be talking about those a little bit today, too. But before I get too far into that material, we're going to go to a brief message about the Echo Tips Podcast. This episode is brought to you by the New Vision Program at Goodwill. We're also grateful for the kind use of WVTF Studios. New Vision is a program of Goodwill that provides information services and assistive technology training to individuals with visual impairments living in Southwest Virginia. Goodwill Industries of the Valleys is a nonprofit organization serving the New River, Roanoke, and Shenandoah Valleys of Virginia. Goodwill's mission services help individuals with disabilities and disadvantages to get back to work and gain greater independence. These shows are provided for educational purposes. This podcast may not be retransmitted, sold, or reproduced without written permission from New Vision. Hello, welcome back. I'm David Ward, an assistive technology instructor with the New Vision program at Goodwill. It's good to have you listening with us here. If you're new, I especially welcome you. Our topic, as we outlined earlier, is going to be dealing with placing phone calls with your Amazon Echo. And really, in particular, about enabling that feature. So, in Season 1, Episode 27... We, in particular, already addressed placing phone calls, but as I mentioned, this is going to be an update to that. So, in times past, uh, and I probably shouldn't get too far into this before we tell you to, to mute the microphone, because I am going to be using some nomenclature here that would trigger your echo. So, before we get into that, first, if you'll locate the microphone on your Amazon Echo with a slash through it, that button, press that, that'll shut her ears off. That way, when I'm using the trigger word, it won't accidentally activate your Echo, which would also botch the tutorial if you're listening to it on your Echo. So if you just take a moment to do that, if you have one with a screen, the button's along the top edge as well. When you press it, you'll put a red bar at the bottom of the screen, or if you have one of the round ones, like the Pringle can one, it'll turn the ring on the top red. So I'll just give you a moment to do that. Once you've done that, we'll talk about phone calling. Okay, so let's press on. So, you can go back to episode 27. It's still a good episode to listen to about phone calling, but there has been some subtle changes. Now, in times past, to enable phone calling, you need to always have the Alexa app on your smartphone, on an Android phone or an iPhone. You would need it on one of those, too. Now, that's changed recently, but the idea behind that, in a way, was that it helped validate your phone number or you would use it in some means like that, but that's not necessarily the way you have to do it anymore. So now you can use the Alexa app either on your smartphone, whether it be an Android or iPhone, or you can use the Alexa app even on a tablet. And uh, when you do that, especially uh, if you've run it for the first time, it will probably do the prompts that would you like to enable phone calling capacity. It'll ask you to type in your phone number. Even if you're on a tablet, it'll ask you to type in your phone number. Now, this needs to be a phone number, obviously, of a cell phone that can receive text messaging. Because one of the hoops they ask you to enable phone calling capacity is they send you a verification text with like a five or six digit verification code. And so you'll need to type that number in to verify that you have control of that phone number. 
But this is kind of neat in the sense that you can enable phone calling without having a smartphone. If you had a tablet, you could still enable this feature. Uh, all you would need is a phone that could receive text messaging uh, to validate it. And so uh, that's one way. Now, uh, and that's in particular new. You couldn't use a tablet before to do that. Now, you can also do something else new with the phone calling feature. And you can do this on either a tablet or an app. Or you can use a computer by going to alexa.amazon.com. And this new feature is that if you look uh, uh, under the main menu, you have uh, contacts that are listed there. Uh, now, in times past, especially with your smartphone, it would prompt you to synchronize with your contacts in your address book. That way, it automatically knows Peggy Sue's phone number or John Doe's phone number, and you could just say, call John Doe, instead of having to tell it, dial 555, whatever. You could just do it that way. And so that's pretty pretty handy. But if for some reason you manually needed to put in a, a person's name and associated phone number, you can do that in the app as well now and add those those numbers in. So that might be uh, pretty handy, especially if you're using a tablet that might not have your contacts on it like a smartphone might have. Uh, you could still go into that interface and add, you know, uh, add people, add mom, add dad, add brother, add sister, or however you want to invoke them to to, to call them. Now, let me just re uh, recover some basic limitations that were addressed earlier in that episode. Uh, you cannot at at the moment call nine one one. You know, emergency services like that. Um, uh, you can also uh, not necessarily receive calls. Uh, unless it's another echo calling you. So like if I'm John Doe and Peggy Sue's got an echo and we both know each other and Amazon's made that association, then she could call me on her echo and I could call her on her echo. So in that sense, I could receive a call, but I can't actually have like, uh, John Doe pick up his cell phone and try to call my echo unless he's using the Alexa app. He can't just like place a, a phone call in that sense. But there is a device that allows you to do that, and that's the Amazon Connect. It's about $35, and it plugs into like a landline jack in your house, and in that manner, you could receive a phone call on your Amazon Echo. Now, just one last brief point, and this was covered earlier, I think, as well. Uh, you can do text messaging in some limited form or fashion if you're an Android user. If you have uh, the Android app installed on your smartphone, uh, you could uh, you could en enable that feature. It's buried deep in the settings, but you could do that. And then you could verbally dictate a text message to your Echo, and she would send it as if it's originating from your cell phone. And that kind of leads me to something I left out. When you place phone calls with your Echo, it will look like to the receiver on the other end, on their caller ID, that you're from the phone number that you validated earlier. Now, interestingly enough, you can validate more than one number. So, for example, say a husband and wife both have cell phone numbers. They could validate both of those, and when they place a phone call from the Echo, the Echo will ask you, are you calling as John or are you calling as Peggy? And it will ask you who you're calling as, and then on the other side of the call, the caller ID will reflect that number. So that that's kind of pretty pretty nifty. Anyway... So those are just a few points that will sum up our tip today about some of the new additions to the phone calling feature set for the Amazon Echo. And uh, we really uh, find that pretty cool. So like I said, though, if you'd like to look back and learn a little more, 
Uh, Previous episodes address some of those things. Even episode 29 deals with echo tips in depth. Uh, That might address some of these points as well. Well, in our next episode, we're going to be talking about uh, new Amazon Echo hardware. So uh, this is season two. There's been some new things that have come out. We haven't really had a chance to really break down some of the new hardware configurations. So we'll be talking about that in next episode. Until then, it's time to turn the microphone back on on your Amazon Echo. Start practicing some of the many things that you've learned. I'm David Ward signing off for the New Vision program at Goodwill. And we thank you for listening. Thanks, Dave. In conclusion, let me tell you a thing or two. This episode is brought to you by New Vision at Goodwill Industries of the Valleys, and it is also made possible in part by a grant from Community Foundation serving Western Virginia. And there's more. We're also grateful for the kind use of WVTF Studios. New Vision is a program of Goodwill that provides information services and assistive technology training to individuals with visual impairments living in southwest Virginia. For more information, check out our website at goodwillvalleys.com slash newvision, with no spaces. Goodwill Industries of the Valleys is a non-profit organization serving the New River, Roanoke, and Shenandoah Valleys of Virginia. Goodwill's mission programs help individuals with disabilities and disadvantages to get back to work and gain greater independence. These shows are provided for educational purposes. This podcast may not be retransmitted, sold, or reproduced without written permission from New Vision. Thanks for listening.